useful only as psychological warfare. <laughs> what? <laughs> this movie is so bad that I hold a grudge against it for whatever time or money I spent to watch it. Oh, no. Oh, come on now. As mirthful as an icicle shoved straight up your rear. I don't think it's meant for that, though. <laughs> this was a one-star review from IMDb. <laughs> Holidays and welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. Season's greetings. And Steven. Mirthful? Mirthful. 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 I think they're watching the wrong film for the wrong reasons. It's, it, mirthful, though, is not a word that gets thrown around enough. I don't, is that, like, I'm almost, <laughs> is it is a word? word? <laughs> I don't know. Like, are you allowed I, to put a TH I next to an it, F? That feels I illegal. don't feel like I'm qualified to look it up, but I'm going to say it's probably I know what it means. I mean, what does I it mean? The, it means happy and Full warm. of mirth. Yeah. But okay. is it mirth full of happiness already? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. This is not the film for that. This well, is, according is, to our one-star <laughs> review, it's not. If you can't tell already in this episode, we are reviewing it Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Okay, here we go. We're, we're off the rails. It is a word. Yes. You want to read the actual definition? Yeah, sure. I, okay, here we go. Here, yeah, why not? So it is full of mirth, merry, or amusing. Yeah. Okay. Amusing, I could definitely see. Yeah. I just, it's an awkward, like, not TH really merry, though. Who does that? T H and then an F. It's it's kind of like it's wrong. Anyway, I'll I'll save it's my review. Mouthful of marbles. <laughs> I was save your review. Mouthful of marbles. Mouthful. What we're talking about is the movie, the Arnold Schwarzenegger holiday comedy, Jingle All the Way, from nineteen ninety four. Close ninety six. No, I was really. You're close. always off by two years. It's okay. All Not right, always. let's start with a plot always. summary. So the summary for this movie is a father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. I mean, that's accurate. Accurate. Fairly basic of a description, but I think that that, that's about as paper thin of a plot as you can get. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Uh, This movie released on November 16th, 1996. Got to get out there ahead of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Directed by Brian Levant. Who basically, when I looked at his like career, is just a bunch of kids' TV and the Flintstones live action movie from '94. Okay, oh, interesting. Yeah, um, I actually you know, never seen that. Oh, really? It's actually yeah. a good film. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's got uh, John Goodman as John Goodman, uh, John, as Rick Moranis as yeah. Barney. These are yeah. perfect cast. Rick Moranis as Barney. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Oh no, it's it's. Oh, great. now I have to watch this. It's actually yeah. pretty good. Uh, so written by Randy Cornfield, and he spells Cornfield with a K, so it's like <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> Um, who has also wrote um, such illustrious classics as Eight-Legged Freaks, starring David Arquette. Some Is it people, Freaks on a Leash? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, Jingle All the Way 2, featuring Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, so, there was the Jingle All the Way 2? Oh, I'm sure it was it not, straight to cable. Up on di- oh, no. Cable Guy. Uh, yeah. When we pulled up on Disney+, Plus, it was right next to it. I was like, oh, yeah. they made a second one with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> The the 90s were wild. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Music was by David Newman, who had quite a few uh, movies that I had seen on his resume. Most Mm -hmm. of them were in like the mid to late 90s. So he had Tommy Boy, Matilda, Nutty Professor, stuff like that. Yeah. And when you think about those movies and you think about this movie, that like pizzicato strings that uh-huh. do, do, do. it's yeah. like oh yeah this guy was just that dude <laughs> in the 90s he was, he was the happening. guy little yeah. strings going on yeah they, they call him up on his little rotary dial phone and they're yeah. like hey hey 
Hey, we need, we it. need it. They, 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 flip, <laughs> they flip through the Rolodex to yeah. get to his name. Like, <laughs> it's like Randy Newman. No, 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 no. David. David. Look, there kids these days don't even know what a Rolodex is anymore, Stephen. That is such a dated reference. I barely yes. even do what a Rolodex was. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I don't think I have ever used I a Rolodex. Went, I went the longest time as a kid thinking it was a watch. I don't know. No, he's got a nice Rolodex. My mom had the cool one where like it had like the little wheels. wheels they, on the all, side. they all had that. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that, I feel like I don't know. <laughs> you just said I'm not an expert. Now let me tell you how they all had. Them. <laughs> I thought that was just an integral part of all of them. Maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? I've only seen one Rolodex in my life. Who knows? For anyone over the age of fifty listening, hit us up in the comments on social. <laughs> <laughs> Any post, it doesn't matter. Let us know. All right, this movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson, and Jake Lloyd from mm-hmm. The Phantom oh, yeah. Menace. Yeah, right yeah. before he was, uh, pro- I think that was actually right before he got cast as. Yeah. This, this may have been why he got cast. Maybe. I mean, they, for all they we could know, have been, like, oh, well, I don't kid. know when this was probably in production. I guess it was probably right 95, before. Yeah. 95, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This doesn't feel I like can't. it had a big production lead. <laughs> probably not. We probably were both not. going there. We were both going we'll, there. We'll get to that maybe know, a little bit in trivia. It took a while to make the toys. Dude, can you imagine how much time they must have spent on Booster's costume? <laughs> Actually, probably quite a bit. Some probably, mid, yeah. Some mid-90s proto-furry was like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the hit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the budget was $60 million. 60 the, million? Holy cow. Yes. Six zero? Six zero million. What? 6D. Now, 20 million of that. dollars 20 Arnold, million of that Arnold. was Arnold's uh, paycheck. I can they definitely did, see they that. They cast yeah. Arnold in the mid-90s. He commanded a lot of money. He yeah. did. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the box office domestic was 60 million. So they broke even domestically. <laughs> and then uh, worldwide, it was 129. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So actually decent it, yeah, for a very, I would say, American movie. Very American. You know? they, they probably yeah. sold some Turbo Man action figures on the side. I don't remember. See, did, weren't they even Turbo Man action so figures? So I'll skip a little bit ahead to the trivia. thing or not. Because it's not... Um, uh, related to any yeah, spoilers yeah. or anything. Uh, let me see if I can find it. So, buh, 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 buh. official toy turbo action man figures uh, ha- were released. I remember seeing oh. these things. Tiger Electronics released a 13.5 yeah. inch figure in 96, which has become a rare collector's Those item. Those things are massive. They're yeah. Huge. I mean, this is the OG G.I. Joe's at yeah. like 12 inches or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But basically, so the. To, to skip ahead a little bit, the original script, I don't think, was of a Turbo Man. It was a different toy. Uh, Power Rangers? It, well, it was... Like the, Furbies or something? The first... The Furbies was like... Two the inspiration for it was actually from the... Um, the Cabbage Patch doll craze from oh. the 80s. Yeah, I, I was almost like, yeah. was it like Teddy Ruxpin or something? But yeah, Cabbage Patch makes yeah, sense. I, that I was, so totally see that. that. That's where the genesis of the idea started in the first initial scripts were something, I think, similar to that. Mm-hmm. And so they only had six months lead time before the movie came out, so they were only able to make a limited amount of figures. Mm. And so it made the director... Uh, Brian Levant, yeah, <laughs> very frustrated when reviewers were like, "This is just an excuse to shill toys." It's like he was we like, "We don't even have, have enough toys to sell." Yeah, to make like they, there was a very limited amount, I think, in actual stores to buy after this movie. So, came so out. basically, you had a, a reproduction of the movie where people were yeah. like, "My kid wants a Turbo action figure, and yeah. there's only three in the city." <laughs> yeah, except for I don't think that many kids were like, "Give me the Turbo Man." It was like, I mean, but so there's like four, three kids. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, four kids wanted it, and there was only three. The, well, scarcity. the fourth kid was kind of let down. <laughs> <laughs> they all knew each other. They were just going to play with them together. One right. kid's the loser. <laughs> you have to be booster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, overall thoughts. Uh, what did everybody think about this movie? Well, first question, 
who here has seen it before? Uh, I, I will. I, 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 I have. I, I will. I will. I will, I will, I will, I will take the door. <laughs> I, uh, I have seen it probably two or three times on cable. I remember when it came out, I don't think I rented it. Maybe I did. Like somewhere around. I didn't see it in theater for sure. So this is definitely one of those films where we watch it every year. Not mm. really because like it's like. We like, oh, we love this movie so much mm-hmm. because this is definitely one of those films that it's so bad, it's kind of good. <laughs> right. And like, and there are some actually really fun bits in it. Definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's the kind of film you could just put on, yeah. do something else, and then mm-hmm. look up for the good yeah, spots. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. here's the moment. Andrew's already put his review in. He's done. Cut off. No more talking <laughs> for Andrew. <laughs> well, so the, the funny thing about this movie is it's, it's not. A typical Christmas movie that has—I mean, it does have like the heartwarming it's got ending, a little, it's got that a little kind of message stuff. at the end. Sure, but, but, but it's the, very different in terms of like it's—it's it's more about like consumerism. Yeah, and the, like, the, oh, the message is a There's cynical take at the consumerism of the U.S. Basically, and what's wild is it that Christmas '96 was the Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, yeah, it was. craze mm-hmm. uh, and so it's ironic that like this came out and it's about that and that's happening like in stores while yeah. this movie's also, out. Also, red, I might add. Mm-hmm. That's the, I yeah. that's the, the key. So no, <laughs> it's all red toys. Stephen hadn't seen this before. No. Oh, this so, is your first time so seeing it? The only okay. thing that I knew about this film was that it was Arnold. Yeah. Was that it was Arnold? Yeah. It involved some kind of action figure thing. Mm-hmm. And, I re- and I can remember from the trailers back when I was like a kid yeah. of the scramble in the toy store. Yes. I think over yeah. like the, the lotto numbers. Mm-hmm. Right? But like yeah. the, the scramble. That's all I knew about it was okay, well, it's going to be like a seething mass of people fighting for something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, I mean, if you go to like any kind of um, uh, mo- like I'll say holiday movie about toys, it's going to be like that anyways. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? I'm curious. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It's fun. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, uh, it's di- one. Okay. <laughs> Phil Hartman. Oh, it's Just fantastic. Puts it Love down, Hartman. makes it yeah. so obvious as to why everyone was so distraught and misses him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, this is not only, like, what, two years before he died, basically? Yeah, it was pretty yeah. close. Like 98. Yeah. 98. Uh, so, like, just nails it. Like, the perfect Ted. Oh, yeah. When it was just, like, Ted, that's all I could think. I mean, Ted, Ted is absolutely the cul-de-sac slut. Oh, like, absolutely. Uh, no, 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 hold on now. Cul-de-sac sleaze. Mm, I don't know. He's all doing, the, all he's those doing, housewives he's are working, all over Potato, him. potato. He's working, <laughs> he's working hard for this. He really yeah, is. He's working hard. But yeah. Phil Hartman, you know, he did that voice on SNL, a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Troy McClure character from mm-hmm. Simpsons that he plays. But, like, as Ted, it just, like, works. It it's really like, does. It's got oh, that man. perfect, like... I'm helping you in a very, like, you're not. You're looking out for yourself. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, like, as he talks, you're just like, man, I just want to hit you. Like, all I know, yeah. You'd be like, would you like some hot chocolate? I've got a cookie. He's like, I'm going to smack the crap out of you. He's got that reindeer. And he's yeah. Like, but actually, I really like a lot of the music in mm-hmm. this movie, too. Like, it, it has good. some good holiday music. Brian Setzer Orchestra is one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Or, or Brian Setzer. I don't know if he had an orchestra at this point. He's trying uh, to like, yeah, he's it, it got to take out the band, yeah. lo- the bank loan for the uh, the next. So I think the Stray Cats yeah. were in like the '80s, and then the orchestra mm. Brian, it became like God, somewhere in the Ryan '90s. Is old. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, what do you what do you think about this movie, Ryan? So yeah, it's been probably at least twenty years or more since oh, wow. I've seen this because I I remember watching it again a lot on cable in, in a, as a kid. I'm pretty sure we rented it mm-hmm. when it came out to rent, and then we I know I've seen it on TBS USA yeah. a few times. Um, I think, like, for me, it is a enjoyable movie. Yeah. Uh, it, like you said, it's kind of like a different Christmas movie. It's not your 
typical heartwarming. It does have that I mean, stuff. It does. To got it. Yeah, I'll keep. It does. No, but it's, but it's it, not. It, it's it's way more um, cynical and tongue in cheek on well, a lot of stuff. I do think than, the heartwarming strand. It doesn't thread its way throughout. It yeah. really like it's it's underneath the whole time, and then it pops up at the end. Like, yeah, yeah. You keep thinking. Oh, this is the moment where they're gonna pivot, especially with uh, Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. You're like, they're gonna pivot to it. So where they're gonna be friends. No. Yeah, and then pivot yeah. To it? no, no, yeah, <laughs> uh, no. Okay, what the? Is this they're just terrible people. Okay, yeah. But I, I, I do love the the number of hijinks that Arnold gets into because that's really like the thrust of the movie is like let's, he bounces from like scene or like basically like setup to setup of like. Okay, what what's his new strategy yeah. to get one? What happens here? Then the radio station happens, and then well, like, you know like everything like it just keeps bouncing around. You're flirting with it. You're flirting I, with it. I, well, I, I actually think that they did a really good job at utilizing some of the tropes of what you think Arnold should be. Right. Yeah. And like kind of either turning them on their head a little bit every once in a while, but or also leaning into it to where he's kind of like this macho guy. Yeah, and they do have some fun jokes in there. You can't bitch press your way out of this one. Yeah, right, like, yeah. like small little bits like that where it's like clearly like they know that they're making a movie with Arnold in it. Right. Yeah. 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 I, we're gonna get into that when we get past spoilers. I, I have a comment <laughs> about that just because every time to watch it, like really. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> but that, I think too like something that like sticks out to me watching it now is that like. Of all the Arnold comedies, like Twins mm-hmm. and Kindergarten Cop, I think this is one of my least favorite of his, just because I think his other movies where he's playing a comedic role are funnier. Well, well I don't think you can really beat Kindergarten Cop. I think that's no. probably his peak. Oh, absolutely. For comedy. Part, part of it, too, is maybe, as much as like we talked about Phil, right? Yeah. Because he's, he's kind of the antagonist yeah. in a lot of ways. So the cast that Arnold's working with around him doesn't really work with him. It works against him. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Whereas like twins, I mean, you got Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito just yeah. going back and forth the whole time. And it's, it's really, it's really amazing. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So like, th- I think that's maybe where it lacks a little bit is you don't have, he doesn't well, have a, a companion or a sidekick. Yeah. Because really. I, I do think that Sinbad yeah. is a little bit too much in this film. He's just Sinbad. He's he just is. emphatically Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's emphatically Sinbad. And that, that like, I think. I don't hate to, it though. I don't hate it, but I feel he like he has moments. Like unhinged postal worker. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of his like jokes just to me at least kind of fall flat because they're just like they're delivered like Sinbad would deliver them. It's fine. But yeah. I look back and I'm like, man, what if Chris Tucker was this role? Oh, or what oh, if no, 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 no. <laughs> see okay now hold on. We're gonna okay. I'm gonna put a caveat here. Okay. Can you imagine I don't I actually know how tall Chris Tucker is. Can you imagine Chris Tucker bowing up to Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. <laughs> you gotta find yes, that's, that would be funny. Like that's what I'm saying. You know, if, it, if it was like Kevin Hart. Oh god. They do yeah. that anyways. It's Kevin he was Hart like, and the rock. I mean they do that already. He was so. probably like sixteen when the yeah, I know. came out. <laughs> but like thinking of like mid nineties, like Martin Lawrence or mm-hmm. like, you yeah. know, I don't there, know. There are I mean, at the time Sinbad was a big name, but it I was, was. I do feel like from looking back now from this lens, there mm-hmm. were Probably bigger names that, that were out there. It could, have, it could have been Eddie Murphy. Well, I think Sinbad was known yeah, for eighty million dollar budget of Eddie Murphy had been opposite him. Sinbad, if you don't know, his comedy was clean, like yeah, his stand up yeah, comedy. Yeah. So that, I think that, that, that was a reason why. Yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah. they were like, okay, we're making this kids movie. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get someone who's like, you know, not like which is, a kid friend, not which like is Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, now I will say in Robin Williams' you know defense, right? He cleans up. Eddie Murphy cleans up too. Sure. On it, it, he does, yeah. Right. Like, they, they both did. They don't really get away. I mean, same thing as uh, uh what's his name, Full House. Uh, oh, uh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Thank you. Yeah, Bob yeah. Saget um, has a, a very raunchy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, I love this dude. Oh, he's a comedian. I should check his stuff out. You'd be horrified. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but I, I think for me, uh, it's it's the biggest appeal of the movie is just watching, you know, each setup and each payoff of like how, you know, he out of the frying pan into mm-hmm. the fryer type I, situation. I feel like there there could have been, if there was like a little more work in the script here, mm-hmm. like maybe we could have hit on some kind of allegory, uh, you know, a little more like a, like a, whether it's the 12 gifts of Christmas or something, something. Like that, mm-hmm. or you could have had him doing these different things that relate to something like that. That's yeah. more of a traditional Christmas thing. Yeah. So in the background you have a one, you have a thread and also gives it a theme and it might've held it together better rather than it's just like, <laughs> where are we going now? I don't know. He's somewhere in Minneapolis. I don't know anything about the city really. Oh, yeah. it's cold. And <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know, really. Because it was it? Ted's like, oh, I'm going to take him out to like Lake Minnetonka. Lake Minnetonka's there. And I was like, okay, so this is like Minnesota or Wisconsin or Michigan. Twin Cities, yeah. 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 But then I looked up, yeah. oh, it's set the Twin Cities. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, like um, the, I, I don't know, like when the time this come out, like it feels like there does need to be a deeper message. Like the, the story is basically, well, you, just, you need to spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like apparent from the beginning of the movie to the end, like just spend time with your kid. Just spend time with your kid. So yep. it doesn't take you on any kind of a journey where you rethink anything. It's just you're watching this dude <laughs> realize, oh, I got to you know spend time with my family. Yeah. So. Well, being a little bit of a dunce most of the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. A little bit. If you're on the hunt for the holiday's hottest <laughs> podcast episodes... Have I got the place uh, that's got full stock, okay? See, this one was actually good enough to where I can't really be mad at it. Oh, Thank no, you. No, no. And it never runs out. Head to spoilersintendedpodcast.com. You can see all, or watch, listen, whatever, all of our old you can episodes. watch the waveform. Yeah, you can watch the waveform the kick little, up and down as we make our good, good jokes. Up. One, two, three, yeah, so four. We have, a, uh, we have a Discord that you can come and join us on. We love to talk about, um, you know, obviously what we're watching, what we're reviewing, yeah. that kind of stuff. But we also have a really cool channel that you can just come and post all of your Christmas food in. And we oh, can yeah. all... You know, salivate over it, whatever. I don't know, or or, or make <laughs> or, fun or of be, you. Be yeah. horrified by what you <laughs> yeah. eat. Yeah. Hey, we will absolutely not make fun of you. Post whatever you I want. Know, to I, I uh, okay, pro- we might. <laughs> and if you need a way, something to do to bide your time while you hide from all those extra family in town for Christmas, <laughs> you can check us out on social media. We got two count two Facebook and Instagram. Yep, hit us up on there. Leave us a like, comments, share, etc. All I right, got to that all time. We're all back. Right. We I know Brian Setzer in the just background. leave it going. <clears throat> just leave it going. Uh, okay, so uh, let's jump into some trivia real quick. Mm-hmm. Trivia. Uh, so producer Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron, uh, but he was deemed too short at five foot three. So kind of to your point about um, like picking the right person to go up against. Probably, Arnold. I mean, actually would have been harder to shoot. Oh, I'm sure because yeah. Arnold they, they got like Joe, Joe Pesci what, like up six, on like. Three, so yeah. next to Arnold, who was six foot two. However, the argument for Pesci was made when people said he had made two previous films alongside Danny DeVito, who's even shorter. So they were kind of like, "That's not an excuse." Yeah, <laughs> but, but you just I, get I, some I, apple I, apple boxes and put them on there. I think at least with twins, that's like kind of the conceit, though. It's the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the yeah. point. Yeah. yeah so um, Sinbad at six four though. <clears throat> Yeah, Sinbad, actually, yeah, pretty, someone I can yeah. believe who would just be like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna get in your face." Yeah, right. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll square up because there yeah. are, there are definite moments when people got like into Arnold's face. It's like, you know, I feel like in real life, everybody would just be like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Simbad improvised the majority of oh, his yeah, lines. Oh, yeah, yeah I can definitely did. tell. Yeah. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger also improvised many of his responses in his conversations with him. Oh, really? Man. So a large amount of the movie just improvised. Arnold just going to town as a non-native speaker. <laughs> Come on. Just hung out to dry with Sinbad just going down. off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I said, the story is based on the 80s shopping frenzy over the Cabbage Patch dolls that yeah. also ironically mirrored the uh, Tickle Me Elmo craze Elmo. of yeah. Christmas I mean, 96. it happened. There was always like the big toy of Christmas where it was like, Hey, like you're you're in line. It's like December fifteenth to go sit on Santa's lap, and your parents are trying to listen in. <laughs> right. And you're like, I want blah blah blah. And your parents, are like, oh my god, I think, why could you tell me this a month like, ago? So there was like Tamagotchis, Furbies, Thai mm-hmm. Beanie Babies. Uh, I mean, Rubik's uh, cubes, me elbow, you Rubik's backwards. cubes, uh, Pet Rocks. You want to keep going backwards? I mean, well, <laughs> I mean obviously like a Nintendo, that oh, kind of well, stuff. Well, any yeah. big game console, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we were, my wife and I were actually talking about this uh, this morning about like she's like, huh. It's like every Zelda game released in November. Oh, right, because Christmas. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas yeah. yeah. But I, th- I feel like Tickle Me Elmo was the first time that people were getting trampled in oh, stores. Like fighting oh, for yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Lights were yes. breaking out. Like I feel like before that, it was like a rush. Sesame I Street was 10 years old, out, and I still remember this. <laughs> right. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I mean, this was like the nightly news, right? Yeah. Oh, about, yeah, definitely. They tell you, like, the local news, be like, the Walmart on 150. <laughs> Four people yeah. died. Has, yeah. No, <laughs> has elbows in stock. But if you were sitting here listening to it, you're already too you're late. You're already yeah. too late. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is crazy. In March 2001, a U.S. district court jury in Birmingham, Michigan, okay, ruled that 20th Century Fox stole the script idea from a Detroit high school biology teacher named Brian Webster. Oh. So the studio was ordered to pay $19 million, which was later reduced to $1.5 million. Still. Webster submitted the script called Could This Be Christmas to the studio in 94 and never received any payment or credit despite the film making $129 million worldwide. Wow. Ooh. The studio appeared uh, appealed, claiming Webster's script was submitted after they had purchased a treatment of what would become this movie script, and then the verdict was reversed. Oh, what? Wow. So like... <laughs> In 2001, there's just all this courtroom drama about a movie from 96 where, like, yeah, this um, biology teacher is like, that's my idea. That's then, crazy. Yeah, wild stuff. Um, the toy that Myron references in the diner that he didn't get as a child uh, was, act, in fact, a real toy. Uh, it's in real life called the Johnny 7 OMA gun. I mean, OMA for one man army mm-hmm. is what that stood for. Yeah. Uh, the Johnny seven OMA gun was produced by deluxe reading under the topper toys toy line and released in 1964, where it became the best selling boys toy of the year. The toy was marketed heavily on television and the commercial went exactly as Myron describes it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Sinbad actually was probably like just talking about his own childhood. (laughs) When you hear that he improv most his lines, it's like, this probably wasn't as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch the after credit scene? Yes. Did you? I, Maybe uh, where where basically um, his wife walks up to him and she's like, "You did all this stuff for for our son because you love him so much. What would you do for me? Or what'd you get uh, me? What'd for you Christmas? get me for Christmas?" And oh then he forgets. So and then, the like, uh, freeze frame on his face. I, the yeah, extra I I credit. I that. Yeah. So the extra scene at the end of the credits was written to set the stage for a possible a sequel. sequel. Oh. Oh, oh so what, never so happened. So Arnold yeah. got her. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy for Christmas? That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I divorced him too. Downgrade. downgrade. Oh. <laughs> um, so some home media covers, like the VHS and stuff, feature Howard dressed in a Santa suit, and he never in the never entire happens, movie yep. appears in a Santa suit. Yeah. And that's, I remember, like on the thumbnail on Disney+, uh-huh. Plus, it's got him in the mm-hmm. Santa Claus hat going like, wah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Last bit of trivia here. Robin Williams, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, and Steve Martin were all considered for Howard. Oh, and man. Tim Allen was considered for the role oh, of man. Myron. 
uh, before they finally landed on Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. This is like Chevy Chase and Tim Allen oh, going God. after each other. This has been terrible. Been weird. Yeah. Like, well, wasn't, wasn't Tim Allen and the Santa Claus like a like, couple years later? Oh, it's like right yeah, on top of this. Like, yeah. I, I think the Santa Claus is... The, Maybe before? It might be the same year. It was, it was close. Yeah, it was, it was really close. Slightly was before or slightly after. I, there was like, I remember like just a bunch of Christmas movies like with all these big, you know, names all kind of came out around, around the, the same, same time. Yeah. I don't know what the first one was. Oh, Santa Claus is ninety four. It okay, yeah, so it's okay. Great. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Because yeah. uh, not to not to get into my uh, review here, but I feel like the effects in that are a little better than uh, well, what we get in this. Well, yeah, that's well, the yeah. thing is like if they really had a short, you know, kind of like production time for this, which mm-hmm. they more than likely did. Oh, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where, like, I think that we could have done without. Like, pro- like you had like one or two little fun bits with him in the jetpack flying around, and flying around, and then after that, it's like, come on, guys! They're like, we put right. aside twenty million for this moment. <laughs> yeah, we need to make use of it. Yeah, because well, like, and- like ev- sorry, uh, everything yeah. else around, like before that part of it, mm-hmm. I, like I'm like, this is still like well within general reality, and then oh, after right. that, I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, it definitely takes a turn. So okay, let's get into our thoughts yeah. in the movie. Yeah, so like talk about that. So you, you're saying everything up until. That point, even the bomb exploding. Like, there's a whole thing here where, like, it could be like there's so many different types of bombs. Oh, here right? we go. Oh, okay, yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> Andrew that. confirmed bomb expert. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, like, okay, yeah, like that's kind of more of like just an off joke. Yeah, compared to you know this where it's like like he's just flying around with a jetpack. Yeah, like it's already we- crazy that there's just they have this you know civilian jetpack. Just exist, yeah. Right? Like, with like, yeah. It's technology that we still don't have today. Yeah, still don't you know. exist. yeah. but like, yeah. Like up until that point, like I, like everything is pretty, pretty believable, fairly grounded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's yeah. let's go back to the bomb, right? Okay. I always forget just how wild '80s and '90s movies are. Oh where yeah. It's just like randomly, hey, like this is just death or borderline death. Yeah. Where they're like exiting the building and they're just, <laughs> and like. Again, my wife's sitting there. She's like, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah. No, you I, don't do that in a Christmas movie. I had forgotten about that scene. And then, like, when they were running away and it actually makes the noise, I go, did they just kill, like, 20 police officers in this movie? <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And then they cut back to him and he's, like, you know, the soot in his hand. Yeah, I was like, the oh, okay. Wiley Coyote okay. move. There. I was like, yeah. this just got dark, dark. fast. Yeah. Like, Sinbad's a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> A mass police murderer, too. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where, like, any, like, Home Alone, whatever, like, all these people just die. Well, I mean, sure. Yeah. Like, every everything that happens in Home Alone kills uh, Marv and, and um, um, Harry? Uh, Harry. Harry, Harry. Yeah. 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 Over and over and over Alan again. kills them over and over and over again. And if they somehow the first paint can. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> the iron. Right. But, like, but at least those are comical and like you actually see it and they're like yeah, this, this yeah. is just like it pans up to a building to boom you hear the what? explosion and i'm going like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's definitely like some jokes that just don't either don't um age very well at all well i see i wondered about that too because uh, again a lot of sinbad right a lot of my mm-hmm. yeah I, like a lot of the jokes that he has, it's like, you know, I, was this funnier in the nineties when it's just like, yeah, you know, any one of them could be a bomb. You don't know how many of these are floating around there. I'm like, I mean, yeah, the Unabomber was kicking around about that time. Right. But yeah. Like, that's not that funny. Well, so this, so I mean, one of the one star reviews I found, this uh, person, the, the whole review was like one star. And it was like, if you think joking about bombs in the mail is funny, <laughs> you need to get examined in your head. And that was like the whole review. And I was like, 
Okay. I mean, well, not, this well, person have like an aunt that died like, from a bomb yeah. in the mail, or like, so what at least Lose like, hand? Um, yeah. I'll say unhinged um, postal workers was definitely in around this time because they also oh, had yeah, Newman yeah. from Seinfeld, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, going, who fits so, that bill. So going postal was was coined in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, like when well, also when that joke was made, it's like whoa. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, going okay, like, crazy here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like that's kind of like there There are definitely some jokes in here that don't land, but there are some fantastic ones, particularly with Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. Of just like well, the of setup and payoff, like at the end where like clearly like his wife is not interested right. at all. And she knows exactly what he's doing. 100%. But he's still going for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I just love the, the phone call when he's doing the cookies and she's in the shower. Yeah. He's like, I could go get her out of the shower if you'd like. <laughs> no. Ted, no. <laughs> Put the cookie down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, there are, there are some good, funny bits in this. Yes. It's just, yeah. again, it's one of those things where it's, I don't know if this is, you know, me, just it's 30 years from now, and I'm like, whoa, that's a risque <laughs> move right there, boys. What's uh, What was going on in the writing room? Uh, I didn't think 90s? anything was that bad. It was just no. like, it, it definitely wouldn't fly today. Oh, we also no. went, went for like the underground crime ring of Santa's. Oh, I love <laughs> yeah. that. Which is amazing. And, and then, then uh, 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 the big show from WCW, Hulk, the, the wrestler comes out the at the Hulk end, and I was Santa like, I out. forgot he was in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? He plays uh, Mickey on Seinfeld. No, no, no. He plays uh, Flitwick or, or whatever, Professor mm-hmm. Flitwick in Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Warwick yeah. Davis. Warwick, Warwick yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As the little, the little Santa. Right? No, no, I don't think that was. No, him. that's not Warwick Davis. That was no, no, the, no. the guy that played Mickey on Seinfeld. Remember yeah. Kramer's buddy? No, I, no, I'm not talking about the elf. Oh, you're talking about the yeah, little yeah, yeah. Santa that jumps on the, the one that gets punched and flies. And flies. I'm oh, pretty sure yeah. that's Warwick Davis. I don't think it is. Warwick Davis, I think, is bigger than that. Check that. I'm going to have to look this up now. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, um, whoever, like, the guy who plays Mickey um, uh, yeah. from Seinfeld, but the elf, like, he's yeah. fantastic. He's great. hilarious. <laughs> and then Jim Belushi, uh, you know, as the the crooked Santa yeah. or whatever, which Jim Belushi and Arnold Schwarzenegger were in Red Heat together, mm-hmm. which is a movie where Arnold plays, like, a communist dude and Belushi's, like, a cop. Yeah. And they have to team up to, like, take down, I don't know, something. In, insert yeah. random bad guy here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was like, I think it's the only time Jim Belushi and Schwarzenegger have worked together since that movie, mm-hmm. which is like wild, but it's like, whatever. But I, I love that whole little bit of like the crooked Santa ring. Yeah. Just like, um, hawking, you know, Chinese made. Children, yeah. Like, like Spanish versions. Yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the raid happens and he uses the, 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 the fake badge, the fake badge. Yeah. That's what I mean by like, the, it's the hijinks that he gets out of. And then like his, you know, his vehicle breaks down on gas and he, mm-hmm. he pushes it to the diner and then they're in the diner and you have that moment where it's like, they talk and then the like, radio oh, station they're, they're happens. Gonna, they're, they're finding something here. And yeah. then, you know, clearly they don't like, they're meant to be bad guys at the yeah. end. Well, uh, and like the, uh, the, the uh, in the mall when they have the drawing with the, mm-hmm. the the balls or whatever with the numbers on them and then uh, Sinbad has one of Myron you know he's running away yeah and he's like he got two <laughs> and then everybody <laughs> just attacks him and it's like wow well so I think one of my favorite um, okay he's not credited so I, I could just be very wrong yeah. here. it here sure go. looked familiar though <laughs> one of my favorite bits in this whole film though mm-hmm. is right at the end whenever um, the guy who who's like in the booster costume gets knocked down it's like no one likes you anyways and, oh, yeah, then all and the, the kids, kids Start attacking him, him. It just beat him up, and it's yeah. just—it's one of those things where it's like if you think back of like watching like these kind of like Power Rangers, Power shows Rangers, where, yeah. and you're just like, man, I hate that guy. 
Yeah. Like, there's no reason for it. Like, no. he's just, like, he's just, I don't like the sidekick. And it's yeah. just like, it just augments that. And it's but just it, hilarious. It's the ultimate payoff to that joke that's been running throughout of like, no one likes, no booster. One likes booster. No one wants booster. There's some <laughs> boosters available. <laughs> you know? And then it's like, they get to the end and the kid's like, boom. And they're like, kicking it. And you're like, man. Um, I think too, the, the, not a weakness of the movie, but like another thing that I had forgotten about was the, um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the trope of just the the busy businessman mm-hmm. who don't have time for his family. So I ca- I'm you know. trying to figure out, is he a salesman? Does he own the company? Who knows? I don't know. Unclear. Yeah, unclear. Because, <laughs> like, he's on the phone, like, making sales. He but is. But then he's also, like, signing important documents. And he's in the biggest office. In the biggest office. So with, like, with, like, a secretary or personal assistant. Yeah, yeah right. Like, so, like... What is, is he? He's what is he doing? Big man in charge. He's he's making sales. He's making money. That's what he's doing. I guess so. <laughs> and what what company? It's like it's like it's a fabric mat- company. It was mattresses. No, it was mattresses. Oh, mattresses. <laughs> See, look, like you can't. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. What, is it textiles? I don't know. <laughs> but the mattresses come in different colors because he was like, well, the red's wrong, so we have to get you the right fabric. And I could swear like, it was mattresses. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that should tell you right there, like how important it is and what he does. He's just businessman. Yep, that's it. Um. And then right. mattress salesman, mattress Nailed salesman, it. whatever. <laughs> you, let me get that red mattress. Let me get that red Ew. mattress. <laughs> um, I thought um, going on going to the, that motel right by the interstate. Oh no! <laughs> I thought Rita Wilson did a good job as the wife too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, she uh, she just I don't know. She had a good energy where it's like you understand her side of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, every time. Oh, yes. And like they did that really cool like push in, you know, where it's like, well, you got the doll, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, and uh, I, uh, I always can forget his name, uh, the kid. Jake oh, Lloyd? Jake the, Lloyd. There it is. Yeah, Jake I know Lloyd. it's Lloyd. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, you know, he's exactly what you would expect out of a kid. So what's crazy to me, actor. I mean, yeah, I had just... forgotten that he was the kid in this movie until <laughs> like, he popped up and I went, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call pod racing. Um, I feel like his performance in this is way more suited to this movie than like, the oh, absolutely. Oh, well, yeah. but he it's the same acting directing. almost. Yeah. He probably had better. He probably did have better <laughs> Let's be honest here. This. But um, yeah, like I, I like him at the end, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, especially whenever he, uh, you know, uh, Sinbad's getting, you know, hauled away. Oh, and yeah. He gives him the toy. And he gives yeah. him the toy. That was, that was touching. We like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I like I like those kind of moments and stuff because, you know, he finally realizes, like, well, I, I have Turbo Man. I don't need the, the action figure. Yeah, I got well, the real one at home. <laughs> wonder if he got to keep that suit. Absolutely not. Oh, that was pro- <laughs> that was a prototype that, that dude I, with the clipboard came in there and started stripping <laughs> him right in front of everybody else. <laughs> one of my favorite jokes that, again, I, di- I didn't remember, you know, was when he's getting suited <laughs> up and the guy's like, you know what happens to tragic accident but and good news he's showing signs of brain activity and they say that's a really good thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good luck and i was like wow <laughs> yeah well, when he started riffing through all that i was like okay so they're totally launching him into the air oh yeah yeah he's yeah. showing signs of brain activity and they say that's a good thing <laughs> but the the thing is too is that like i like though because like you do have like obviously like kind of like the slapstick stuff for kids but then you do have yep. a little bit more adult humor Oh kind yeah, of definitely. Peppered kind of peppered in, in. Yeah. yeah. And I think so one of the things I feel like maybe it lacked a little bit was kind of the quintessential like 
Christmas finish, right? Because, I mean, even Die Hard does it, right? Mm-hmm. The Everything is happy and good, and then it starts snowing. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, you yeah. didn't get that. And, like, the, you know, do, 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 like, the, like, like typical Christmas music breaks in, right? Yeah. You didn't quite get that as the camera pulls away. Yeah. Uh, so that felt like maybe it lacked a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what 90s Christmas, like, all Christmas movies are, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's yeah. how they work, right? <laughs> uh, well, I feel like they should have taken the after credit scene and put it, at the end of the movie instead of after the credits and had it been it a little more fleshed time. out. It was just before it's time. It was, but like, if you take that moment with him putting the star on the tree mm-hmm. and like you have the Christmas music and then like you think, they, they basically yeah. pull the rug out from underneath you. It yeah. starts to do the pan out the window and then maybe you just hear her audio of like, what are you going to get me? And then it cuts back to him going, you know, well, it, does, it does like the whole, like the camera pulls out through the window and it's like, yeah. like flying away. And you just hear, so what are you, what are you going to get me? It just zips right back, right in. back in. Yeah. <laughs> That, that would have been good. So the, the other thing that I always I always forget that this movie takes place in Twin Cities mm-hmm. because um, – but you can always tell it is, like, even if they don't mention it. So, like, the – got Mall um, of America. The Mall of America with yeah. the Skyway, the Mall of America, which yeah. is one of the big, like, things in the 90s that they were really proud of, and then yeah. no one ever used it. Uh, Andrew had to race through Mall of America to find a Verizon store I did. before they closed. Yeah, wow. that was that was an experience. Yeah, um, I ate boy. at the Jimmy Buffett's in the Ball of America one time because our uh, flight got canceled. <laughs> I got but, the jerk chicken; it was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so the, the <laughs> a couple of margaritas they were fine too. <laughs> the The Skyway is definitely one of those like big landmark things, like when yeah. in, especially in the '90s. So like the uh, the first. Um, Mighty Ducks film. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Has them uh, roller run, skating. Run through and, it, yeah. And then you have this one. And I think there was like one other, like, kind of like holiday or kids movie that had them in the Skyway, like, because it had just been built. So they're like yeah. super right. proud of it. Minneapolis yeah, yeah, yeah. was like America City right then. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had Well, especially the, with the Mall of America, because that's when mall, malls were still kind of cool. Oh, well, I mean, we're again watching it. My wife is just like, oh, man, it's so sad. Look at all these people in the mall, like, out <laughs> having fun and oh, like, yeah. interacting. Well, I mean, <laughs> not on their cell phones. Not talking to each yeah. other, <laughs> just just in the life. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they're just looking at Arnold in the ball pit, like pervert. <laughs> beating him this up was with, the beating 90s. Up with perv yeah. A bunch of women beating with a huge person. <laughs> Gosh, what a scene! <laughs> I, I do think to your point earlier that like the Turbo Man stuff at the end with the jetpack goes on a bit much. It, it does. It goes, yeah. it adds, like it, that could have been. Literally one one scene. It could have mm-hmm. been like he climbs up the tree and it falls. He uses the jetpack to catch him and lands. Yep, done. That's it. Instead, yeah. they've got him zipping around like I, skyscrapers. Like, well, yeah, and it really takes me out because I'm just like, oh, you know, he's gonna get on the jetpack, does some silly stuff because he's not yeah. used to it, and then he, you know, he writes himself up and he he saves the day. Yeah. But then they go on for like at least two minutes, and you're just like, come on. Yeah, and I, I guess it's probably like it's the climax of the movie. They wanted to like amp yeah. it up, but it definitely. For sure, like stretches the the limits of the realism. Kevin Feige yeah. was now, over there, like taking notes. Well, now I will say <laughs> they do, do have some. They do have some good bit jokes in there where he like flies through the dining room. Oh like, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> family <laughs> eating. You know, That's like a, those kind of stuff. The helmet is uh, super reinforced. They really fixed it up after the other guy had brain damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, he hits like, that wall and just stays perpendicular. So there's some good gags in there, but again, I feel like you could do all that without the soaring. Yeah, you could have him launch fly through the families, you mm-hmm. know, like Christmas, land against the wall, and then save the kid, and yeah. you're done, you know. Well, also but. watching it, too, I was like, you know, the Rocketeer did this a little better, guys. He did. And and a like, couple years before and your time. And it's also Disney. 
Well, no, this is 20th Century Fox. I think this is, yeah, Fox. Yeah. It is technically yeah. Disney now. It is yeah. now. Because yeah. Disney owns everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's go around and answer the question. Would you recommend it, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it if you're looking for just a holiday, a fun holiday film that you haven't seen before and you also don't mind it just being absolutely absurd. Well, and and again, it's also a very cynical look at American consumerism during the holidays. Right. So like if you're not interested in watching just a mob of people just act like a mob of people that you see on the TV. <laughs> right. On like Black Friday yeah, or whatever. Just, yeah. you know, it's it's almost too you. real now. It, it, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It is. But, um, you know, I, I, I still enjoy the movie. I definitely rewatch it. Yeah. So. What about you, Steven? Would you recommend it? Would you rewatch it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's a different change-up from, you know, other, what I would felt 90s Christmas classics mm-hmm. like Santa Claus and yeah. Home Alone. It's, uh, it's a bit of a different change of pace. A little bit more just goes full comedy. Yeah. And I think to, to Andrew's point earlier, it's definitely a, a movie you can just kind of toss on and yeah. let it run. And, and, and there are some very good moments, some, some yeah. solid comedy in there. Arnold does a good job. Oh yeah. But, but like if you've got friends over or whatever, yeah. for oh, a yeah. party, just, just throw it on the a, background. It's just there. It's yeah. good to riff on too. That, this would be a perfect movie to me to put on when you're wrapping presents or something. Cause you oh, don't yeah. have to watch perfect. the screen. You can look yeah. up when there's a reindeer bit, you know, mm-hmm. happening or like <laughs> Phil Hartman's doing something. When Arnold's over there giving the reindeer beer. Oh man, the <laughs> right. 90s, let me tell you. Yeah. Just incredible. So Zach I, and Nicole I, doing with the boys. Yeah. I, I would say if you've never seen it, I would recommend it for sure. If you have seen it, you know what it is. Yeah. Just put it on whatever. All right. Well, let's talk. Talk a little bit about our Patreon. Yeah, yeah we'll let's do it. Patreon. For just, oh, go ahead. No, you do it. Oh, okay, no, you fine. first. By oh. all means. <laughs> oh, For so just one dollar a month. Yes. I was going to say low dollar. One but it's just one, one dollar. It's just the doll- a, a dollar. A dollar is a dollar. One dollar a month. You get access to all our bonus content, bonus mm-hmm. episodes, guaranteed once a month, sometimes more. You never know. Uh, we also have um, audio commentaries that you can watch mm-hmm. along with us while we kind of riff on the movie. Yep. Uh, we also have Patreon picks polls. Patreon polls. picks polls. Yeah, yeah. where well, you can pick the movies that we review. Patreons get early access to that, but then um, you know everyone gets it in the main feed eventually. But yeah, if you want to voice change the course of this podcast, then you can get in there and vote. Weigh in. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like about all the time we've got. So as always, follow us on social. Leave us a review wherever you're listening right now, and share us with a friend. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew, and I'm Stephen. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>